Hello, welcome to Jays From Home, a Toronto Blue Jays podcast, or a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I said it backwards, <laughs> I, I feel like. Um, I am Steven, and uh, I co-host the podcast with uh, my brother, Matt. Hi. And uh, this is my first episode back in a couple of weeks. It's It's been a little bit. I've been on vacation. You missed some guests. Yeah, I did. Um, and I think uh, you found those guests by connecting with them on Twitter through at uh, Jays from home. I, oh, good. Uh, good tie in <laughs> to the to the Twitter page. Yes, Twitter is is is, is a good tool. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a tool, but it's a it's, it's a useful tool in, in, in connecting, um, as is this podcast. Sometimes we've connected <laughs> with some inter- interesting voices and, and, and people. Last week we had, if you didn't hear last week's show, we had a Dow of Steve and St- uh, Scott Crawford from the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. So it was a, a jam packed show full of baseball. Yeah, those uh some good discussions, I think. And uh um especially with uh Dow Steve, uh, I've heard him on other podcasts before, but he it, he wasn't just saying the same thing over and over again. So that's it's good to have it's good that uh he's he's got fresh opinions every time he he comes onto a podcast. Yes, and we too have some fresh opinions. Um <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get into it. So this week's results. I guess there's none for the Blue Jays. We don't have to yeah, go no, over I wasn't, that. That's I pretty wasn't quick. Go through the results. <laughs> I, I guess we can we can kind of do an overview of the results and saying that. Um, um, I guess uh, we saw the Astros uh, and the Atlanta Braves uh, emerge victorious in their uh, AL and NLCS uh, series. Yeah, not exactly the uh, the result that we predicted at the beginning of the year. I'm I. <laughs> That that's my strikeout for this week. Actually, I'll start that right off the bat. Is that our playoff predictions? I think we're we're pretty much way off. I I think we had uh, I think we both had L A coming out of the National League and yeah. uh, out of the American League. I can't remember who I picked, but it I don't think it was the Astros. I picked the White Sox, and they did lose to the Astros. So who knows if they had beaten the Astros, <laughs> maybe they would have emerged as the champion. Yeah, and I and. Um, I think I did, however, pick the Braves as uh, coming out of being the NL East division winners. So I, I at least was right about that that part of it. That one little which bit. was which was totally how uh, the playoffs were scripted <laughs> this uh, this 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 year. Like like, like you said, uh, our pl- our predictions were definitely uh, a little off. Um, uh, and, and yeah, the, 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 the script, uh, if there is one definitely has not, uh, been, been a standard one. I guess you could say, say it's almost like a, like one of those like ad, ad lib, uh, shows, like they've been kind of playing it, um, as it goes, like it, it just seems something new and different is happening in each series and, and new heroes are emerging, uh, uh in the picture. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely didn't expect, uh, well, first of all, what the Braves were up three to one at one point before they they beat the Dodgers, but the Dodgers uh, they what was was it eleven, 11 to, two. to two? Yeah, like that was kind of a crazy crazy score that I wasn't expecting to see. Well, the Dodgers have a good offense, and 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 it was it was in Dodger Stadium at home, so you expected them to have one one decisive uh if not lopsided victory uh, at least in, well you expected them to to win the series but at the very least you expected at least one of the 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 games to be quite decisive and and that was the one they just needed uh i guess two more cuz they only won uh two games in that series <laughs> yes you do need to win four games to win a series <laughs> yes that, I, i've heard that i guess though that uh what what did them in was what the the pitching they had some injuries i think you everything uh, everything yeah. everything uh they they had um they lost arms all over the place like um they had uh last last night we were recording this sunday morning so saturday night they had walker bueller pitching on three days rest um because really he was the only option they did i think at least two games two bullpen games uh where they had an opener and then they that's just not went. good for the playoffs i think <laughs> Well, you want to see like like you want to see those starting pitcher matchups. Like, there's a lot of lot, lots of people talking about how like there's there's a lot of bullpen games this this time around in the playoffs, oh. and you want to see like those big like like 
starting pitcher matchups, but we didn't really get a lot of those this uh, this this year, like in, in the entire playoffs. There well, that's like, what I mean. Like if you, if you're having a bullpen game, then that doesn't really reflect very well on the team they put together. Like no, no. And, well, and like, like I was saying, that my point was that they, the the Dodgers were were just losing everybody to injury. They lost um, Joe Kelly in Game Five to an arm injury. He was the opener in that bullpen game um who else did they lose they lost uh, well Mark, max scherzer was complaining about a dead arm like everybody was and, and then on the offensive side they they max muncie injured him got injured on the last day of the regular season so he was out and then justin turner uh hurt his hamstring and, and he had like a problem with his neck like he couldn't look to the left or something like that so like so they, they, everybody everybody was like they, they to me the dodgers looked old all of a sudden <laughs> well i mean that makes me think that if maybe the blue jays had got in they might have been in a similar situation like they they've had injury problems all year in toronto and i i think maybe that that might catch up to them too like they were on somewhat of a hot streak at the end of the season but uh, i don't know it just it just seems like maybe given what else has happened with with uh, the other teams maybe you know the blue jays might have their luck might have run out a little bit after the end of september that's that's hard to say like i guess i guess uh as evident this year anything can happen in the playoffs <laughs> um the, speaking of the blue jays um a lot of people on twitter are like saying oh yeah the blue jays like would have definitely come out of the al based on like how like boston went so far and and and, and all the results but like you never know what's going to happen. Like you, you can't say just pencil in the Blue Jays because they had a high run differential. Like one of the one of their their weaknesses, and it, and it was still like you know like it was it, they definitely improved on this, but their pitching was was wasn't their strong part point. It was their offense, and in playoff series, especially like short like five game series, like the division series, where um, pitching makes a big big difference, and that's why Atlanta is getting as far as they're going right now. Well, at Boston, I don't know what their record was at home in the playoffs, but they also play in Fenway half the yeah, half of the playoffs, that, so that helps that's them an a lot. Air quotes ballpark like the, 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 that that definitely gives them a, a quite a bit of a home field advantage. Yeah, so um, I I also saw that, uh, and maybe hopefully I'm not giving away anything for for your strikeout, but um, along the way I've seen a lot of complaints about the umpires through the playoffs. Yeah, they haven't been been good. Um, there, there've been some. Well, there was that you heard about the whole like check swing a couple weeks yes. ago in San Francisco, and the 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 strike zone hasn't been called very well by the by the umpires. Um, I think, um, oh, what's his name? I forget his name now. But one of the, one of the guys, um, his his average accurate call was first strikes was eighty eight percent, and that's way too too low. Um, well, especially for, for, for playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well, for anything, for anything, you, like you want to be above like above ninety at the very least. But like eighty eight percent called like you want to reward the people who can actually see. <laughs> yeah, so that is my strikeout is, is is playoff umps. Um, since we're we're talking strikeouts and everything, I'll I'll, I'll t- it's, it has nothing to do with the playoffs. But my other strikeout is the fact that um they're not showing any Arizona Fall League games on TV this this year. Well, they like, they'll show like I think the All Star game and then the the final, but that's it. No no uh, no AF Arizona Fall League games on TV, and they're playing right now. Well, how long how long do they go? Like because I can goes, understand them not showing anything right now because they want to show the playoffs, right? Well, I think they're all. I think they're mostly daytime games. Um, um, it goes into November, um, and and it, like they're like big baseball nerds that like like me and and that want to see some some of the player some of the like young prospects play. Like um, there's there's some great like uh, uh, is it Gabby Gabby Marino for the for the Jays the the, the catcher prospect guy. He's he's playing. And I want to see how he's doing. Like you want you want to see like. When when there's like a, a day off, uh, like between uh, playoff games, and you and you need to watch some baseball, the AFL will be perfect. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I don't know. I, I I've never really like I've I've heard of the Arizona Fall League, but I've never really followed it. So I'm not missing out on anything. I feel like. Well, speaking of 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 um of not airing games, another another thing that just that came through my newswire. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go for for three three strikeouts. The <laughs> three, maybe I'll we'll, I'll just call these each strikes or whatever. But uh, uh, the Australian Baseball League, which um, they stream games free on YouTube when they play, they they are not playing the season this year because of uh, COVID. Well, I think that's 
maybe that's just that you could say that's a strikeout, sure. But I think if it if they're canceling it because of COVID, I think that is understandable. Well, it's understandable. It's just you know, it's it's something that another wintertime uh, baseball uh, outlet that I can I can. Uh, <laughs> alleviate my 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 missing of of major league play well you you see some major league players play in the in in the arizona fall league well not the the australian baseball league well i i i think i would call that more of a walk personally but and 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 i think going back to the playoffs for for a little bit that's that's my walk is the playoff matchups uh they're they're not very they're a little underwhelming especially the world series like i don't find myself really caring too much about houston or atlanta yeah, yeah. Um, there are individual players that I care about, and and before I get to my walk, I have a, I have a proposal because this is something that like um, walks aren't neutral. You would agree with that? They're 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 a, a positive. So yeah, I so guess. I, would, I, I I it's taken like pretty much the whole like season to to for me to think about this, but I think that we should instead of calling them walks, we should call them sacrifices. But so I, I can see that, but at the, at that a sacrifice point, can be a positive, like you're you you you're 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 out, but you're it's a positive, you know, it's a productive out kind of thing. I, I think somebody else has used that title for a podcast, but um, yes, uh, I think sacrifice <laughs> is a is a better better kind of um, neutral than a walk for a neutral term. Sure, I guess though in in general we would uh, we would have to change our entire well not the entire format, but uh, originally. <laughs> No, but originally, originally this this was like the three true outcomes, right? So yeah, a sacrifice yeah. is not a true outcome. No, it's not because um, you could get maybe, thrown maybe out should, on base. Maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should make that a true outcome. But uh, you know, like this this podcast over the past year, if you've been a regular listener, uh, thank you, Krista, um, has 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 evolved over over time. Yeah, that's true. And so and so and so we need to we we need to um, like like baseball has over the past 150 or so years evolve with our podcast and, 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 and open our minds a little bit because um, at the end of the podcast, we are going to um, introduce a little bit of a, a, a change and evolution in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> later well, on. So. Now, hang on. <laughs> if we're going to match the pace of baseball's evolution, then really we should do this, like do any changes uh, like, you know, once every five years or something. <laughs> So are we in the dead ball era of the podcast right now? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what how it <laughs> okay, corresponds. But let's, let's, so, so my sacrifice uh, for 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 this week is that I'm rooting for the Astros, and there are individual players who I actually do enjoy watching on the Astros team, like Zach Greinke. He's a really fun, quirky, uh, probably the quirkiest uh, pitcher in. in, in playing baseball right now a possible future hall of famer you never know um there's their slugger jordan alvarez he's pretty uh entertaining to watch he had a really great game in the in the final uh game uh six i guess it was against boston i think he had two doubles three two or three doubles and a triple or something like that i forget what what it was um and then uh and then i'm, I'm also rooting for dusty baker because he he hasn't won a world series it's been since 2002 since he's actually made it to the world series um so yeah, there's, there's some there's some positives uh, people to to root for on on the on the Astros. Well, I sure. guess it's kind of an interesting situation too. Like, do you think if they happen to win the World Series, they maybe not redeem themselves for 2017, but they start to get a more positive um, reaction because you know they haven't cheated this time, or at least it hasn't come out that they've cheated this time. <laughs> um. I don't know if they've redeemed themselves. I think in order to be totally like um, okay in, in, in the casual baseball viewers' eyes, they they need to um, the team needs to turn over more because there's still Altuve, Correa. Um, off the top of my head, those are the two big um, uh, fi- figures in the whole cheating scandal, and they're and they're big uh, parts. They're big parts of, of that team. I oh, want and Bregman too. Alex Bregman is another guy. I, for for whatever reason, Bregman, I I just don't like the look on his face. He just looks like a, a, a bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, those three um, are still like we're still big parts of that. And until they're off the team, I don't think people will view uh, the team this way. Um, 
so so yeah, uh, Correa is a free agent, so he'll, he I think he will probably move on from the Astros. Um, another guy uh, who is I am rooting for, uh, by the way, is uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr.'s uh, older brother, uh, right. Yuli Gurriel. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I remember he was, when on that, they... he was on that cheating team. But um, on another podcast I was listening to, they're saying like if he was like he he's only been in in, in the league like just in the past like few years. But if he played his entire career because he came uh, defected from Cuba, if he played his ent- entire career in the majors, we'd probably be like viewing him as like one of the the best ever to play the game. Yeah, I remember when the Blue Jays played the Astros. It was some at sometimes confusing because they you kept hearing Guriel. Uh, on both sides of the broadcast, but Spider-Man uh, meme, yeah. But uh, I guess maybe then what what you're suggesting is that the Astros have to bottom out and be like a last place team before they no, can ever be considered redeemed. Turn over their their offensive roster a little little more. They don't have to bottom out to do that. Um, no. All right. Well, and and and, and also like. You, in my mind, you can't root for Atlanta because they have like their their entire fan base has like a racist like the the, the chop thing is just no good. You can't you can't root for that. Yeah, no, I know you were uh, you were talking about that last week uh, when you were talking with uh, Dow of Steve, which I, yeah, I still yeah. still can't wrap my head around pronouncing a T as a D. But um, <laughs> let's let's get back. Let's uh, since we're a Blue Jays podcast, why don't we talk about some Blue Jays? Because that's my home run. Is that uh, in the last few weeks there's been a lot of positive news coming out from the Blue Jays, like mostly coming from I guess Mark Shapiro and and Ross Atkins, but also some news articles coming out uh saying like leaking some information that suggested they were trying to trade for specific players and that kind of thing so yeah and I, i've talked about uh, the, the trading stuff uh, a little bit before um yeah the, i guess one of the things that they were looking for the players that they were looking for and i mentioned this was was uh jose ramirez from from cleveland um and he is definitely would would definitely fill uh a hole in the roster at third base and a left-handed bat. And he's a good left-handed bat, but they, I believe that the Cleveland was asking for among others, like uh, Alejandro Kirk, uh, some, some major league players and, and some, and some prospects. So like, you're probably looking at like Kirk and I don't know, like I, I would, I would throw in Gritchick, but I doubt that they would want him, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of fans would throw in Gritchick. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, but, but I think like, could you, would you part with Kirk? Um, not this year, like the 2021 season, but I think if they go back and try to acquire Ramirez again, and they're still asking for Kirk, I think they could part with Kirk in the, in this off season for the 2022 season, because they do have their catchers coming up in the system. And I think they could had a strong finish. Yeah. I think they could get away with Jansen and, um, McGuire. I mean, Kirk Trying to fit Kirk in the lineup has been at sometimes difficult when they have Springer back uh, and they need to rotate the DH for the outfield, get Guerrero off first base, that kind of thing. So yeah. it's kind of same, not same situation, similar situation to Rowdy Telez where they just didn't have the space for him and he was an expendable player and they were able to to get some useful parts. I mean, it, it's not they didn't get as big a return as, say, Jose Ramirez, but... I think that Kirk is probably someone they could they could probably be able to give him up for a for a good trade if they needed to for this season coming up. Yeah, no, I I would say that it makes sense that you would have to give up a player like that. And I think there's two more years of control on 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 Ramirez's contract. Like if it was just like a one year contract, I wouldn't. I'd be a little bit more. Um, uh, wary of giving away like a, a player like that but uh, yeah no that he he would definitely uh make the jays lineup stronger and if you look at what the other teams are going to do around them like the yankees are going to look to get one of the top shortstops uh in the free agent markets like either correa or or simeon or, you know that's going to be simeon no well simeon either wants to what i'm hearing is that he either wants to maybe hopefully resign with the jays or go to the west coast so um i'm gonna guess that he goes to san francisco uh, if he doesn't go resign with the Jays, oh, that might be interesting. What about? Yeah. Well, probably not San Diego, I, I guess. But um... you never know. You never know that. That well, no, probably not because they've got um, they've got Tatis Jr. in at shortstop, and I think he he wants to play shortstop if he goes uh, as a free agent. Yeah. Well, 
And uh, and speaking of signing Simeon versus not signing him, I guess. I mean, I, I don't think we need to go over that. That's been gone over in the last few weeks a lot. I don't think, obviously, I don't think the Jays are going to re-sign him, but I think that it's it, it it's realistic to try and and sign like give them what is it the qualifying offer it gives them a, a draft pick if they yeah if yeah. he doesn't sign with them so I I don't see an issue with that at all but I would like I I think it's realistic to um hope at least that he resigns because he said he did have a positive experience uh with the, with the Blue Jays and and when they moved to to Toronto he enjoyed the city. Um, so if they, if they give enough, him enough money, maybe, maybe that'll convince him. Who knows? Maybe, but um, I would prefer that they focus on pitching because I think despite the cold streaks that the Blue Jays had at some, at some points during the season and injuries, I think the Blue Jays could, um, you know, obviously not match the offensive output that Simeon had this year, but they, they could, they, they would be able to move on without his offense in the lineup and be okay. But to not have the pitching in place would be uh, a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think they definitely need to uh, make sure that their, their starting uh, pitching is, 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 is uh, strong for sure. I like if they, like for instance, if they want to resign Robbie Ray, I'm okay with that. I just don't want them to sign him to like a six year deal because I feel like, you know, after year three like he's 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 31 years old or, or 30 years old whatever how however old he is and so like you know he's, he doesn't have a lot of a lot of uh reps left on on that arm it'll fall off eventually <laughs> yeah that's true um uh, an- another jay's note that uh, we have down here is that it's about the uh the roger center actually they say he sent uh, me a note that it sounds like the blue jays will either renovate the stadium or build a new one i, I think either outcome is good I personally, my belief is that they will probably renovate the stadium as opposed to building a new one. I'm just thinking of, of costs, probably. Well, it depends on what renovation that they want to do needs to be done because um, they only have the off-season to work with uh, if they want to renovate the roof, for instance. Um, so they might not be able to do as much as they want to do um, uh, if they only have like like three or four months of of of, of downtime to, to do that, so so maybe 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 the the long term solution is to look for a new stadium that you know like I, I, the Rogers Center is one of the older stadiums in the league right now. I think it's like in the top five. Yeah, I think though that they probably have constraints from both the city and from like Rogers, the ownership. I would I would guess that building a new stadium there's more roadblocks like they don't have to renovate the stadium all in one off season either like when i hear yeah. them say renovate the dome uh or the the roger center in general it doesn't mean that it's all going to be done in one season it's going to be done over a longer term period because it means that they're reinvesting in the same stadium as opposed to building a new one i don't know yeah but one of the things that roger center is a little outdated in um is the fact that they don't have kind of the, the the retail and the real estate surrounding the area that they own and control to generate more revenue. So maybe that's something that they want to they uh, target as well to, to kind of bring in even more money. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I would be very surprised if they announced that they want to build a new stadium in general. Um, I well, it, I I would I would like to see that because it, it you know like Roger Center is, is 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 okay to watch a game in, but it'd be nice to see what a new stadium in Toronto would look like for sure. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't watched. Well, I know I haven't watched any games outside of the Roger Center for uh, for Major League Baseball, but I I think it's just fine. I've watched a lot of baseball at the Roger Center or Sky Dome before that, so. <laughs> I've I've had uh I've had a lot of fun games there. Like there's there's good seats almost everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um well let me get to my home run. Uh speaking of Blue Jays and stuff. Um so my home run is that Vladdy is back to work. Um he uh there's a tweet that was sent out recently where he's quoted as saying, I think I did not work my physique half of what I plan to work this year during the off season. I plan to c- to continue working very hard more and more. So basically he he's 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 going to get even more strong in the off season um, because he saw that the results really did pay off quite a bit. So if he's if 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 he 
works as hard as he did last off season. What's it, what's what's he going to do next season? Next season he will get that MVP. Is what's is what's going to happen? I'm going to give you my 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 uh, preview for 2022 right now is is Vladdy AL MVP because he's working hard in the off season to get even stronger. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, um, yeah, he he did work really hard to get into shape this year, and uh, yeah, I think. I don't think that this was a one-off year either. I think that he will probably keep going um, at the same pace. Maybe I, I would say what my hope is is that he gets he ends up getting more on on base more. Like I'm not too worried about the home runs, but if he like he's had some a lot of games where he's had hard hit balls, but they've been outs, and just I think that's just because of luck. So if somehow he can turn those into more like on base situations, then I think that's that's that'll be a better result than you know matching his home run performance of last year. This so year. you're hoping that he has better luck. Yes, but <laughs> but you um, but I mean like being, I mean, I I think work like working to be in better shape. Like I don't know, maybe some of that work can translate into. Um, like being a little, a little quicker to turn around with the bat. Um, Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. No, I hope that, I hope so. And and, and back to the uh, Rogers Center. I'm just looking at my notes here. They're going to get a new scoreboard too uh, in the off season. Um, I I don't really know too much about that like their scoreboard i mean i guess that'll mean maybe they have a bigger screen like from tv it looks like they have a fairly small video board compared to a lot of other stadiums yeah i I don't know it's it's probably outdated i I would guess but uh yeah nice that they're gonna have a new uh screen are they gonna get all like the the the, like the rogers hd channels too is that uh gonna happen (laughs) i don't i don't know I, i think they they watched uh the the rest of the games on the the Rogers Center screen after the the last game for the Blue Jays when they got the last out, didn't they? So yeah, maybe it wasn't in 4K though. Maybe they, they have they, sports. They want to upgrade. Maybe they want to upgrade to 4K. <laughs> All right. Uh, that, so that's uh, that's all the Blue Jays notes that I remember seeing. Like other than um, oh yeah, the, the, there was the payroll. Uh, the payroll they said is going to be about 180 million or something. Uh, I don't know what sure it was what this the year. Was. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I did see um, a rather lengthy piece from Andrew Stoughton who kind of tried to pick apart the budget numbers. And it, it sounded like there's a, there's a lot of room for the Blue Jays to add players if they spend wisely. So that that's where I think maybe they might not go for Simeon to re-sign him. But um, it, it's a neat piece. Um if you if you want to find it, I'll try to find a uh, a link to it to his uh, newsletter that uh, his article about it. Um, but he kind of went over some player options too that the Blue Jays could go after with this increased budget. So uh, it was kind of an interesting read. Cool. I, I don't think I read all the way through that because once I see like budget, I kind of my eyes kind of <laughs> glaze over a little bit. Well, I don't usually read long articles either because once I see it's like you know more than the scroll bar is is more than like half a page and I'm like well this is this is a little long i don't feel like reading this right now <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh now we're off of our blue jays news i've got a question for you um now that uh the brewers season is over are they still our b team are we going to have to pick a new one or what what's going to happen next year i i think for if we want to pick a b team from mlb we should pick a different team uh i, yeah. I think the Brewers are a nice team to follow, but I think that was uh, we were kind of going through the different options and picking them uh, based on the best available choices. I, I think a, a new team would be interesting to follow. Um, yeah, I agree. On the other hand, I would also suggest maybe uh, the Ottawa Titans when they're starting to play next season. Maybe they should be our B team. Well, I think that we should definitely have like an Ottawa Titans update segment for sure um i I still think we 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 should get a b team just to kind of follow along as well because you know baseball is is like we saw this year you're not guaranteed to make the playoffs although i think that next year one of the things they're talking about 
is is uh, expanding playoffs uh, and getting more teams in, uh, which bodes well for the Blue Jays. But I think that uh, it's always in- fun to have another team to kind of follow and, and, and root for as well. Cause, cause when the blue Jays were out of the playoffs, it, it, it was fun watching uh, the Brewers play, play that series against Atlanta. Although they lost their, their offense just didn't show up at all. Um, speaking of the Brewers news, they, they um, either let go or fired their hitting coach because maybe because of that performance over the entire year, they just didn't have much offense to speak of. Hmm. Oh, I guess maybe then they benefited from being in a slightly weaker division this year um yeah it was a weak division but like st louis came on strong in the end in the end but they i guess they had built enough cushion to to be well on top of everyone and 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 cincinnati was 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 fighting for that wild card spot as well so so i wouldn't call it a weak division i would say the the nl east was the weak division out of the well yeah but i mean weaker division like the the their opponents like they play the nl central opponents more than any other division obviously So there were some weaker teams in that division for them to to beat, like Pittsburgh. I, Pittsburgh, I'm sure they. Yeah, and Pittsburgh Chicago is sort of like the, the Baltimore Orioles, right? Like they, you know, it's a team that everyone can beat up on last year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, still, though, I think that that the for whatever reason the AL East was just uh, NL East was just terrible. Um, yeah, no, but it, yeah, I think we'll have to pick a new team, but we'll we'll, we'll leave that for next year. Leave leave the drama. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Titans, uh, they announced uh, a new manager, uh, Bobby Brown, who was formerly the director of baseball operations and hitting coach for the Gateway Grizzlies. Uh, I've never heard of that team, but I, I just when I saw that, it's an independent league team. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I saw that they had named him manager i thought that they had already they already had uh, a manager an on-field manager but maybe maybe whoever it was uh they they decided to take another opportunity when they weren't playing this year who knows that's that's entirely i I couldn't tell you i couldn't tell you Uh, I, i don't know so he uh so director of baseball operations and hitting coach do you know how the gateway grizzlies hit did they hit well no idea and i'm just trying to link to to my link of his bio and uh it says error establishing a database connection so i can't tell you any more about his his, his previous track record um the 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 uh information has been redacted by the ottawa titans apparently or or he's in the the witness protection program and and uh they don't want to release any other information i don't know well like well the gateway grizzlies you don't even know what city they're playing in gateway i don't think that's a city <laughs> I think that's a casino in uh, in northern Ontario. But <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's an entryway to a gate. I think is what that is. <laughs> well, do you have any other baseball notes to go over? Because I certainly um, do not. Oh, I've got something that's been kind of talked talking about lately. Because this news was released earlier this, this week, but um, Major League Baseball teams are now required to provide housing for minor leaguers. Oh, that's good. Yes, I heard about that as well. Uh, that that is that's only good news. Um, I mean that's it's one less expense that the players have to worry about. Well, like I, I was listening to um, uh, the Tipping Pitches podcast, and they kind of echoed what I was kind of thinking in the back of my mind. Whereas, like, is this kind of more like a, a, a good publicity move that the owners are doing to kind of make a, make them look good and in, uh, in, in looking forward to the upcoming. Uh, collective bargaining agreement negotiations like like are they just doing the bare minimum to make themselves like seem like the good guys you know well i guess it can be both like it could be both a a good pr move and also a good move for the players in general yeah i think <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see how uh they kind of go about uh housing these players like are they just going to put them in a shack with like squid game style bunk beds um, and then feed them like raw potatoes, or are they going to actually like invest in their future and and properly give these guys proper proper nutrition and, and so and and give them opportunity to sleep well, properly and rest right properly? there right there I would say how, providing housing is is probably a completely separate thing than providing proper nutrition. So that's, well, no, that's different, something. But that's I, not, I would uh, think that those those two should should be. Uh, a package deal like you because like they, the the players don't make a lot of money so like it's hard to, for them to make ends meet so they what what what's the cheapest option for them unhealthy fast food you know like so so the 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 owners 
like the major league ba- baseball teams need to make sure that they like invest in properly feeding their players because a lot of these guys like they even have like off season you know day job. There was a a player I think on the on the on the Rays I forget his name but he was like I think selling solar panels in Australia. That's actually that's awesome. actually kind of cool sounding though. No, it's really, selling sorry, Arizona, solar Arizona, panels. Arizona. Yeah, so he's selling solar panels in Arizona in the off season. So like some of these guys have like they, it's really hard to make ends meet. Uh, you know, like you get like the odd guy, the 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 the, the you know odd case where like you'll get like players who have like big signing bonuses, but that's not the majority of the players. Yeah, well, I I still think that um, the housing side of it that takes away a lot of the uh, maybe not a lot, but it takes away a good portion of stuff that they need to need to take care of financially. Um, so I guess normally we would uh, do a Blue Jays look ahead, but they're still not playing next week, uh, last time I checked. <laughs> yes, so yes. why don't we move on to what we alluded to earlier, is uh, the next evolution of Jays from home. Yes. Um, so so during the off season, we've decided to um, also uh, cover the Senators. So we're going to be – this is our, our sends from home uh, – <laughs> segment yeah so the uh the the senators are are probably a team that i follow a lot closer than the blue jays um it uh i'm a i'm a big sense fan and um i'll i'll get to this later but uh i i probably am able to watch a lot more sense games by uh, uh compared to blue jays just because the number of games are a lot fewer <laughs> And the schedule is a lot lighter. Um, so uh, they had uh, they had their they started their season. Um, I, I I guess I included the their uh, home opener and uh, the first weekend of their games in this uh, in this record and results. But they are two three and zero. Oh, and if you're not familiar with hockey, they're there are no ties anymore, just like baseball. But the teams get they an play in- hockey on ice. Yeah, the the teams get an invisible point for losing in overtime or a shootout. So that's what the the third number is for. Um, point's not invisible; you can see it. They just don't have a point no. They right now. they just you know when they used to have ties in hockey, both teams would get a point. But now the winning team gets two points, and then they just invented a third point for the losing team. Yeah, I, so, I that I don't like that um, invisible point. Uh, just to go off on a bit of a tangent here, because um, it, it like when you talk about like teams like playing like 500 level hockey or whatever, they don't include those those no. uh, losses, and and it kind of makes them look better than they are in a lot of cases. So uh, really quickly though, uh, they're they're playing um, they're playing fairly well this year compared to how they started the season last year. But uh, they they won their first game three to two against Toronto, lost three to one against Toronto uh, on the. Th- uh, Saturday, um, and then they played the next night in Dallas. Or sorry, back in Ottawa against Dallas, they won three to two. But then their last two games, San Jose on Thursday, they lost two to one, and yesterday versus the Rangers, they lost three to two. Um, that one was a game where they were like really in control. They were win- they were ahead two to one for so they were in control for pretty much the bulk of the game and then the 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 last two goals from the rangers to win it came in like the last few minutes of the of the third period but um we uh we talked about this and and you asked me to make some detailed notes for the san jose game which was there were two big things happen or actually i would say three big things that happened in that game the first was that was the first game with brady kachuk uh, right. He signed a deal like right as right on uh, the they, it was announced at the home opener, but because he missed all of preseason, he wasn't able to play in the first three games just right. to get him up to speed. Um, then it was also Eric Carlson's return to Ottawa. He's been back in Ottawa before, uh, but he didn't play against Ottawa all last year. And Alfie and, made an appearance at that game too. Apparently, yeah. Um, the third big thing, though, and I think this was probably overshadowed by Kachuk and Carlson, was that Matt Murray made his season debut. He was oh, right. ill for the first three games and couldn't oh, okay. play. So um, those were those were some some key key things to to keep in mind going into the game. So um, I, I 
I did make some detailed notes, but uh, to be honest, I, I forgot my detailed notes up in a, in another room. But I I have it distilled into a few uh, a few notes here that I made, um, and I and I remember most of the game because I did make the notes. So uh, you asked me to noted noted. Yeah. You asked me to keep an eye on Kachuk and Carlson specifically to see, like, what kind of how you wanted to know how they did, uh, both in Kachuk's first game back after last year and in Carlson's return to Ottawa. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that in that game, Kachuk was just okay. Like, he didn't make any mistakes in the game, from what I could see. And even though he got an assist on one of the goals, I don't actually the only Sens goal because they lost two to one. Uh, I don't think that he was a huge presence in the game, but that's okay because it was his first still game a little back. bit rusty, you know. Yeah. So to have to have a game that was just okay and and not uh, to be too impactful on either side, that's probably a good thing. I think that they shouldn't have started him on the first line, um, like in the first game back. Maybe the second line would have been a little bit better for him to get back up to speed. But especially when you consider uh, Tim Stutzla for the Senators, every time he had the puck in the offensive zone, he was pretty much skating around all the Sharks players and making some really good plays. Like he had really good puck possession. And I think he should have been on the first line uh, after a while. And I think near the end of the game on the power plays, he was... Uh, pretty prominent on those uh, first power play lines. But um, Kachuk did finish with uh, three shots on goal and six hits, and he blocked a shot, so that's pretty good. He was on the ice for almost 20 minutes. Um, Carlson, on the other hand, uh, he he had an assist on a power play goal, but because he was on the ice for the Senators' goal, he ended up a minus one on the night. And... Uh, and, and so that's a plus. That's a plus for the Senators, yeah. <laughs> but Carlson, I, I would say he also had like a so-so night, comparatively speaking. Um, I Interesting, though, when he played on the Senators, he was like the the offensive defenseman. Like Thomas Shabbat this, this year and last year has kind of replaced that function for Ottawa. But Carlson is like the number two offensive defenseman behind Brent Burns. So Carlson... Well, I guess he's kind of lost a step or he's just not the same player he yeah. was when he was with the Senators. And is that's it just... due to injuries. That's caught up? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's just age or is it that, you know, like, yeah, injuries. Because like, cause like the, I think what changed him as a player forever was that uh, the, when he got uh, injured against Pittsburgh in the... Was it in the playoffs when he no, got No, it was AC- the regular season. He, he, he got did, ACL torn by the Yeah, state. it was early in the season that when he... Uh, it was his Achilles heel. Uh, that was um, it was severed okay. by by a skate on a check into the boards, and that one actually the uh, just really briefly that was also a a bad play because apparently earlier in that play the puck actually hit the netting over the glass, so it should have been oh, called a right, dead play. Anyway, he did come back. Never happened. Yeah, he did come back for the playoffs that year, which was amazing, actually. But um, no, Carlson. Uh, he's he he signed a huge contract with San Jose, and and he's had lots of injuries. But he in this game he looked uh, he looked pretty focused. Like you could tell he's he's got the the look of an older player. Uh, usually he's had like you know long hair and and yeah, I was going to uh, say, do you think do you think he's not playing so well because he cut his hair? No, I he he's actually been playing really well this year. He I think going into the game against Ottawa, he had four points uh, okay. in the first four games. And San Jose, I think they, I don't know if they still are, but they were undefeated going into the Thursday game and following the Thursday game. So, um, okay. Murray, uh, the other the other key point to that game, uh, he played really well. He only allowed two goals. But but he he got like hit in the head late against the Rangers, didn't he? Yeah. So that's the that that's yesterday yesterday's game. Um, he was playing really well against the Rangers, and yeah, on uh, New York's tying goal, he got a knee to the head and had to leave the game. So I'm hoping it's not a serious injury, but they haven't announced anything as far as I know. I, I've got another question about that game. Um, I, I watched like the first half of it maybe um and and kachuk got into a fight in the first period 
in the offensive zone, like basically right in front of the Rangers net. What was the point of that? Why, why would you get into a fight when you're in the offensive zone trying to score? Um, I, I can't really answer that one. I mean, Kachuk is kind of, uh, um, one of those players that like tries to get into the heads of the other team and try to like, just cause chaos kind of thing. Like he's, he's more about like, yeah, he's, he's trying to, to score, but his way of scoring tends to be, uh, you know, getting in front of the net, um, you know, He's he's not really a playmaker. Let's just put it. So that you think way. he's kind of like 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 marking his his territory, like like saying this this is my zone. But like if if I'm if I'm like a a ranger, I I would say okay yeah we're in the offensive zone. And you want to fight? Let let's let's blow the whistle and 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 stop whatever uh, you know uh, play that you're trying to do. So so that they you know like they're definitely not going to score when the whistle blows. Well, I I didn't see that fight because uh, we were we were driving around and and I put the game on the on the radio and and didn't hear that one but uh um i i, I would say that my guess would be it, he may maybe he didn't initiate the fight maybe he was like getting in their in their faces at, at the net and the rangers didn't like it and you know instead of not fighting like that's in in the hockey culture that's that's worse to just back away from a fight like the other players they want to see that you'll stand up for yourself or stand up for the team, that kind of thing. So, yeah, Anyways. it's it's a lot different from baseball where um, you don't just the, the, their you, fights are just posturing. They don't even fight. Yeah. Well, it, well, you can't exactly go and and slash another player. I think you get more than just a two minute penalty uh, if you like specifically go after a player. There were some issues with that with Washington in New York last year. I don't really know the full details, but um, so. You have some notes here that uh, I think they seemed more like uh, uh, questions or obs- one was an observation about the divisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, for me, like, it's just nice that um, the al- divisions and conferences are, are back to, like, pre-COVID alignment because, like, one of the things I tried, I tried to get into it a little bit last year, but it was just getting boring to see the same like team like over and over and over again, like the same like six or seven, whatever it is, Canadian teams play each other. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they, I mean, it was good that was a temporary alignment. I think some people wanted to see the all Canadian division. No, going I don't forward, want to see that. No. Yeah, no. It's it's good to see all the teams come through the building, and and it's it's more of a. I would say it's more of an accurate picture of how your team is doing. Like, yeah, think, because like otherwise Montreal would have never made the Stanley Cup final if the divisions were were normal, right? And also, like going into the playoffs, you especially for the Canadian teams, you never see you've never seen any of the other American teams all year. So, uh, how yep. do you know how to stack up against them, right? So exactly. And speaking of how the how do they stack up, I'm I'm curious, like. Since I've been follow, like I, I haven't been following hockey for a while, but like, how do the pl- playoffs work exactly? Yeah, so it's it's a little confusing. Uh, I had to look it up too because I mean, with the Senators not factoring into the playoffs for the last two or three seasons, it's it, they've changed it since the last time Ottawa made the playoffs. Like it used to be, uh, so it's it's sixteen teams still, and that's how it's been for quite a long time. Uh, yeah, eight teams sort of. per conference. Um, it used to be, you know, the top eight teams would make the playoffs, uh, and the divisions would be seated one, two, and three, but it's, it's a little bit different this year. Uh, sorry, it's a little bit different now the way it's still eight teams, but how they do it is the, the top three teams in each division are in the playoffs. And then the next two spots are, they, NHL calls it a wild card spot. So like baseball, they have two wild card spots and it's, the uh, those teams are the top teams after the top three division leaders. So it's it's a little bit of a clunky setup. I'm not sure so, how the so seeding no works in the first between round. the wild card teams. No, it's okay. I, I think it's. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that it's like you know the 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 wild card team, like the the bottom wild card team, plays the first place. Um. And then, no, okay, well, I, I just thought there I was something where they had like eight teams made the playoffs, and then like two more teams fi- faced the bottom teams to get into the bottom spot of the playoffs. But but I guess as, if they're not doing that, that's that's good. That's... Yeah, 
So it it is though a little like when you look at the standings, they have it listed by wild card. So they it kind of looks like they're doing it um, like uh, uh, like baseball does it, but they don't do games back or anything because like the ties mess up with that, and it's all. Yeah. Uh, but there's like different tiebreaker tiebreakers tiebreakers. Huh? Um, like there's this row uh, after points. There's this one called uh, ROW. And that's regulation or overtime wins, and that helps determine tiebreakers. And it's it gets a little bit more complicated than than baseball, I think. Well, let's let's not get too complicated. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to lose anybody. I, specifically, I think we've already <laughs> lost Krista at this point. But one funny note that I I'm looking at the score to to see an example of the uh, of the playoff structure, and they have Eastern Atlantic, Eastern Metropolitan, sorry, Eastern Metropolitan wild cards and then just no playoffs those are the separate okay, the heading no playoff. separations playoff or no playoff and yeah. and are they, are they not sponsoring the divisions this year no. or are they sponsored still they okay, are good. not and actually that's a that's a good point um they last year they started putting low uh sponsorships on helmets i noticed that ottawa doesn't like last year they had bell and canadian tire this year they don't have anybody on their helmets but the maple leafs uh because i'm sure there's some crossover between blue jays and maple leafs fans they signed an exclusive deal with tiktok so they have tiktok's logo on their helmets i thought that was kind of funny yeah i'm not a tiktoker so um i think i've talked about this before but yeah I, i i i'm just I'm 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 not gonna immerse myself in any more social media other than what I've already got <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, and even it's it's kind of nice when 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 Facebook and Instagram go down. So uh, yeah, <laughs> but well, uh, I guess there's there's some injuries that we need to uh, kind of look at. So we talked about Matt Murray. So I guess we don't really know how serious it is yet, do we? Um, no, I haven't heard anything from that, and I don't think that they've released any info on Shane Pinto either. I, I think that it's better than what they had yeah. hoped. He tried to come back in that game. I think it was San Jose. That's the game that he was injured in. He tried to come back but couldn't. Um, but uh, I think, though, that it's, yeah, it, it's probably a day-to-day situation. Um, yeah. And, and I so guess that's we'll, good. We'll, we'll, we'll end um, the Sens update on, on, on this this note is that I guess they're also looking to trade for some offensive help. So that should be interesting. Um, it, I guess it's difficult to do at the start of the season or whatever because lineups are set and all that stuff. But it'll be interesting to see if they do find yeah. more offensive help. And, the big uh, rumor, they're, they're, th- there's a big rumor about that is that uh, the Sens might be might go after Claude Giroux from the Flyers. Because he's he's a, he's pending, a UFA or something. Yeah, pending restri- unrestricted free agent, and he's he has From a no trade way. clause, and yeah. he has mentioned that if he would waive the no trade, uh, that he would go to Ottawa because he, he is played, from I the think area. He played for the Gatineau Olympic, yeah. as well. Yeah, as a junior. so that would be something to keep in mind. Um, just to to wrap up the the segment, though, looking ahead. Tomorrow, Monday, or today, if you're listening, they're playing Washington. They're still at home. They've had a lot of home games to start the season. Um, and then Friday, they are starting a road trip, and they're going to be in Dallas. That should be interesting. I don't know. Uh, if, if if the World Series is on, um, I won't be watching uh, any Sens game. But mon- Monday, I think I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, tune in. There's, there is no game, no baseball game on Monday. So you can catch the Senators play the Capitals. The capital cool. cities facing off. Yeah, so let's get to our personal stuff, and 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 just just to note from from earlier, we, let's change. I'm going to change this right now. Changing my walk to sacrifice. But uh, why don't you start with your strikeout? <laughs> well, um, it, very very simple strikeout. But uh, so we we watch a lot of. Um, tv in the fall because obviously in the summer there's that's when the tv season is at its lowest but we've been watching law and order organized crime and we had three episodes saved up and we watched through all three of them on friday night but now we have to wait another well it's not a full week but we have to wait for another uh another few days for it to come back on again and and that's that's my strikeout is when you have a weekly tv show you have to wait for it to come back after being well, I'll, left I'll give, on like a cliffhanger, I'll give you a TV show to watch that I haven't I haven't gotten all the way through it, so no spoilers if you have. 
uh, if you've already do watch this show. But um, if you get the Disney Plus channel, I recommend checking out Only Murders in the Building. That's a Steve Martin and Martin Short podcasting murder mystery show. It's really yeah, funny. It's it's on my it's on my list. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I recommend checking that. If, but, you're, if you're into the, like the Law and Order stuff, definitely check out. Uh, only murders in the building just really quickly though speaking of disney plus is that at the end of this year i believe they are releasing uh, a show called the book of boba fett because they're not going to have another season of the mandalorian but they're going to have this uh other i guess it's a spin-off so yeah that's cool i'll I'll watch out for that for sure um my strikeout is that um my 7 30 p.m coffees seem to not be effective until about (laughs) 11 p.m like i usually like i've been watching like i I, I've been loading up on coffee to stay up for the baseball games because, like, they they go from like eight o'clock until like I don't know <laughs> midnight usually, um, and and like I usually fall asleep between like start to like go in and out between, at around like ten o'clock, and then like you know game's over, go to bed, and then like wide awake. <laughs> well, maybe you should change your coffee to like an espresso or something, like double up on the caffeine. Maybe I, I I'm gonna have to do something, but. Uh, yeah, so so my 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 seven thirty and seven thirty p.m. coffees don't don't work anymore. They uh, yeah. Well, I'm, sure I, I'm surprised that you're not like in the same situation situation I am, or like any coffee after lunch is doubly effective when I'm trying to go to sleep and I can't. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I we we have have small children, so you know you you. you Take your 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 non children time uh, very 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 seriously, and and you don't want to you know like I, I want to be awake as, as as long as possible, and like hey, all, all all day long I'm watching Bubble Guppies and and whatever else show that I'm and uh, I'm watching with them. Like I I, I want to watch some some like murder shows and, <laughs> and 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 baseball when 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 they're when they're sleeping. So so I I, I want to be awake for, for for at least four hours of the day where I don't have to like take care of any children. I guess I guess that's reasonable. I I have to I I just don't want to be uh wide awake at the end of the day when I'm trying to sleep. So um all right, well, I I am going to go with uh uh I'll go to my home run because uh it, we we were just talking about this, but the the lighter hockey schedule for the Ottawa Senators means that statistically I can watch more Sens games than Blue Jays games. And and that is well. You can definitely watch more Sens games than Blue Jays games at this time of the year. <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, uh, like, if we're looking at a calendar year uh, and or go by season, I think even though probably for the Blue Jays games, I, you know, maybe I don't catch all of their uh, what is it eighty some games home games or no, it's one hundred and sixty two games. I mean, even so if 81, I watch eighty one home games, yeah, even if I watch half of that, I think I still watch more Sens games. And even oh, though see. the Sens season is eighty two games, so even if I watch half of that, I'm still watching more more Senators hockey than Blue Jays baseball. So I, I, it's it's mainly the lighter schedule making it easier to to follow them is what my home run is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I watch more than eighty baseball games a year so i'm I'm never gonna 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 meet that number um my my home run is that um somehow i didn't catch leo and bo's calls like they both got uh leo brought home a a cold from preschool and they both got it and they the bo's just starting to 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 finally get over it but i i never caught it krista caught a little bit of it but i but like you know like uh, taking care of kids who have colds means that you're going to be covered in 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 Kleenexes and mucus and stuff. Uh, um, it's basically like 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 that Ghostbusters scene at the start of the uh, movie where the, it's like just like ectoplasm is covered in, in the library. That's basically what it looks like at my house when there's a cold, and somehow I didn't catch it. You are probably washing your hands more often, like to go out in public at all, right? So I hardly go out in public. Out. I don't I go know. out in public. I just stay home, uh, just kind of trapped inside. Especially when it's, it's been a, a rainy past couple of weeks over here, but yeah, no, I don't I don't go out much in public. But yeah, I, I, I wash my hands, but I'm not doing anything different and that I normally do. And I didn't catch the cold, so so yeah, that's my home run. Okay, all right. Um, well, why don't you go over your sacrifice? I'll call it that. <laughs> all right. I see you changed okay. mine forcibly on the notes as we were talking, but uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I'll let you go through your sacrifice first because mine ties into uh, something else. Oh, that I want okay. To go over. Well, my sacrifice is that um, one of the things, like when, whenever Krista like sends me something, like says like, uh, um, 
I don't know. We we text to, together a lot, and she'll send me something, and, and and when my response is usually I know or whatever, I send her that Han Solo gif where he says I know. Uh, you, you, yeah. you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. So so until like last week, she didn't realize that it was Han Solo. She thought it was Dexter. <laughs> That's uh, that would be something creepy to send her uh, a Dexter. Uh, and, and, and I've been, I've started I've started doing that though since <laughs> since then, <laughs> but, but uh, and also to to uh, uh, follow up to that, um, she was like, oh yeah yeah that's right that's right before they 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 freeze him in graphite. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not he's he, he's not he's not uh, going to. Uh, they turned him into a get pencil. More, get more lubricated. No, he's not going to turn into a pencil. He, he's getting frozen in carbonate, not graphite. So that's that's my. Uh, that my sacrifice for the week is that Krista thought that Han Solo was was Dexter. So so um, us, us both being uh, heavy on the on the nerd spectrum, uh, it's 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 something after you know twenty years of of marriage almost that uh, you know you learn something new about your partner, <laughs> and that and that she doesn't know the difference between Han Solo and Dexter. Well, as far as the graphite versus carbonate goes, to be fair, I don't think carbonate is a real thing. So uh, I, I think it's, neither, it's neither okay is to... Star Wars. Star Wars is not <laughs> a real thing; it's a fictional movie. Well, all right, my my the sacrifice. Force is real, the force is real. The force my is sacrifice real. is uh, the force the, is real. <laughs> Uh, the softball season is done. We actually had a final game this past week on Wednesday, which is like super late. Like we didn't sign up for fall ball. We signed up for the summer season and already going into, we went into the first week of October and we were supposed to be finished by then. And in one league or two, yeah, one league on two nights, we were finished in the first week of October, but this last league, they, they did some sort of weird, like, so we finished in first place and we finished in some sort of uh, weird best of three, like, or yes, you have to win two out of three games in order to win the championship. Um, so I'll, I'll just end it there. So, so yes, good that the softball season is done, but also uh, a little disappointed in, in, uh, in how it ended and when it ended. But uh, anyway, I'll just finish that up with my softball update. So we lost that championship. Uh, we were away for the first week of the uh, of the games, and our team lost that game while we were away. And then we, because of how they did the scheduling, we had to win two games in a row uh, in order to win the championship on, on Wednesday. And we lost the first game, so we were we were beaten out. But uh, overall, though, it was a it was a pretty good season, and I just have a a final stats update uh, on the year, and I, I wanted to to mention a few memorable games that we had. Uh, I'm not going to go deep into the statistics. Should I, should I hum some Sarah McLaughlin while you do this? <laughs> no, uh, I won't go deep into the statistics, even though I, I did track everything. Uh, but in the regular season, I finished with uh, a. 559 average and a 571 on base percentage and i had uh, 11 home runs over um 39 games so but was there a player who did this and also pitched that will win the mvp in your league um no but several of our players do pitch and bat uh that's a regular thing in softball um but i i didn't track their stats but i don't think i would win the mvp but 11 home runs. I think last year I had maybe three, maybe two. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But um, that's that's the most home runs I've ever hit in a season. So that was that was fun. Um, so whatever you're doing in the off season is working. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, as far as uh, memorable games, memorable games for the regular season, I have a few highlighted here, and uh, I, I'll. I think highlit, I've talked highlight highlight. I, I think I've talked about a few of them, but. Um, the one game where I had uh, I had two home runs in the same game that was uh, late in the season. I hit one of them was a grand slam, and I was also intentionally walked in that game. So that was a pretty fun game. I hit three for three with a walk, uh, and then again another game later in the season in the same league. Uh, I didn't hit a home run in that game, but I went five for five with three singles, a double, and a triple. And I was also walked, so that was uh, that was a pretty pretty great game. That was a memorable game. But I think the best 
game that we played, the most fun game that we played all year, came in the playoffs for our Tuesday night game. Um, and it was uh, it, because of rainouts and everything, we ended up having to play. Um, it was basically a one game elimination tournament, and then they split it between the top four teams and the bottom four teams. Um, and uh, in this game, we ended up being at one point going into the bottom of the seventh, we were down um, by eight runs, which is, it, it, it's a lot for softball. Cause uh, you know, it's, if you're down that much, it's, it tends to be hard to, to come back, but we ended up scoring in the bottom of the seventh, eight runs to tie it. So it was the score, I believe was 18 to 18. And then we had to play extra innings. So in the top of the eighth, we we allowed two runs, so the other team was ahead twenty to eighteen, and then in the bottom of the eighth, we scored another two runs to tie it at twenty. But there was a controversial play at the end of that game too. Um, we scored the winning run. However, initially the the umpire called was it the a run- check swing? No, was no check swing. So there was a hit, uh, an infield single. And the runner, the umpire originally called the runner at first safe, while our runner on uh, on second ran home to score. But after I don't know what happened, but the umpire said, "No, I, he's out. He's out at first, so we didn't score the winning run. So we ended the game in a twenty twenty tie. But uh, we we decided that we we really took the win because we we scored that winning run because the umpire called it safe so we we took the win on that one but so uh, hindsight is hindsight is 2020 is that <laughs> uh, the moral of the story uh sure let's go with that um and and just to 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 finish things up my playoff average was 563 and i hit one home run and we played five games across the three leagues so interestingly is that uh my playoff average and regular season average were pretty close so i was very consistent all year all year round so that is the final softball update because we are definitely done and we're not playing anymore in terrible weather no that's that's a good good thing so sometimes you know like good good things do have to come to an end um much like this podcast very soon because i have to go take the kids out for a walk uh but yeah uh it's it'll be good uh to have some downtime to just think deeply about baseball and softball and 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 in the meantime we'll 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 talk about hockey yeah um and but we'll still talk well the world series is still happening so it's not like we're just yeah i think we have to finish up our 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 world series coverage next i don't know what is it november 2nd that the last they go seven games i think yeah, that's the last possible game if they go so. seven. Um, and I, I will still probably have some things to talk about for baseball, no, even if there are no games happening. Yeah, I, I think we also have to go over our uh, our off or preseason predictions and talk about when the awards season is finally and, over. Yes, and yeah. when the awards come out and all that stuff. Yeah, there's a few things here and there. Yeah. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go over it all. And in the meantime, we will talk to you on Twitter at Jades from Home. Oh yes, there you go. Uh, next week, so uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, we didn't lose Krista too much on all those hockey numbers and everything. But uh, the rest of the viewers can can take notes, and there will be a quiz the later. Viewers, on. Eh? Quiz. Oh, viewers, yes, yes, because <laughs> they, they they watch podcasts. Didn't you know that? <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye bye.